It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. The ongoing scripted political theater from both sides of the aisle is nothing but orchestrated distraction designed to blind populations to what's unfolding in the background until the moment of impact. For those that are willing to fully face the gravity and immediacy of the converging threats we collectively face, for those that are willing to face the most dire frontline reports and hopefully are willing to help turn the tide, stay tuned. You're on the right broadcast. You're listening to the commercial-free, non-political global alert news hour, the bad news broadcast that covers the issues we must collectively face if we're to have any chance of changing course in time, if we have any interest in being around for much longer. The collective insanity is now completely out of control. Freedom of speech is a principal pillar of a free government. When this support is taken away, the constitution of a free society is dissolved and tyranny is erected on its ruins. That's a nugget of wisdom from Benjamin Franklin. How is it that we find ourselves painted into such a dark corner? Edmund Burke and many others throughout the ages have told us how. All that is necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men and women to do nothing. And there you have it. That's the core of our common dilemma. Those in power could not do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. If there is yet any way, any chance of changing the equation, of altering the current trajectory of mathematically certain near-term planetary omnicide, the effort will take all of us. And that statement does not in any way infer to the notion of electing some new puppet into a rigged and completely cancerous system of criminality and tyranny. Question, what is the medical procedure when a malignant cancer is detected in the body? We all know the answer. It's no different regarding the body politic. The controller scripted theater of mass distraction and division. Global Alert News is now being broadcast in many new cities around the country. For listeners that are new to this broadcast and thus perhaps just being introduced to the ongoing climate intervention atrocities that are being carried out in skies all over the world. Consider this brief summary of climate engineering, a.k.a. geoengineering, a.k.a. solar radiation management, a.k.a. cloud albedo enhancement, a.k.a. weather and biological warfare. And this is a statement of fact due at minimum to the highly toxic elements being used in these operations. Elements like aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, and now, based on new information, it would seem perhaps also graphene. I'll get to that in a moment. But the bottom line on climate engineering, climate intervention operations, they are wreaking havoc with the planet's life support systems, human health, and the health of the entire web of life. What these programs entail is jet aircraft dispersions of these particulates previously mentioned in disguise all over the globe for processes known as solar radiation management, the attempt to deflect some of the sun's incoming thermal energy to try to slow down the warming of the planet, when in fact, these programs themselves, in an overall context, are actually further fueling the overall warming of the planet. They can create short-term, highly toxic regional cool-downs at the cost of an even worse overall warming of the planet 
and a decimation of the planet's remaining life support systems. We know these aircraft are actually dispersing particles, and this is not, quote, condensation in our skies, because we have film footage to prove it. We have film footage of military tankers at altitude, nozzles visible, turning on and off. Military tankers, KC-10s, KC-135, C-17 Globemasters. We also have film footage of commercial aircraft with retrofit nozzles mounted on the wing pylons aimed into the exhaust jet stream. That is for one purpose only, to disperse particulates into the atmosphere, into the exhaust stream of the jet to make it look like, quote, condensation. You can't turn condensation on and off. And we know that a high-bypass turbofan jet engine, which is all military tankers, and all commercial aircraft, that's a jet-powered fan. 90% of the air that moves through that jet engine is non-combusted. That means that engine, by design, is nearly incapable of producing any, quote, condensation trail, except under extremely rare circumstances. And the atmosphere is warming rapidly. Atmospheric RH, relative humidity, is actually going down, not up, which defies the laws of physics, unless there's a factor we're not being told about. That factor is climate engineering and the desiccant particles being used in climate engineering. So that means that it is even less likely for any condensation condensation trail to occur behind these aircraft. Bottom line, what we are witnessing in our skies is jet aircraft particulate dispersions that are part of climate engineering operations and these operations are not malevolent in any way shape or form they have been used for decades to bring countries to their knees by affecting precipitation thus affecting their ability to grow food and this has allowed powerful countries most especially the most powerful on earth we all know which country that is to force occupation in other countries That is why there are some 800 U.S. military bases around the globe. This doesn't exempt other countries. They're all participating in these programs, either actively or passively. At geoengineeringwatch.org, we have documents, some 800 pages long, U.S. Senate documents, that outline the global cooperation in these programs. And much like is the case in the pharmaceutical industry, in which the manufacturers of the so-called safe and effective Vaccinations have total blanket legal immunity from any and all injury and or death their concoctions cause. The same is outlined for all those participating in the climate engineering operations. According to Senate documents we have at geoengineeringwatch.org, they are to have full blanket legal immunity from any decimation their operations inflict on societies. Thus, just as is the case with the entire CV-19 scenario, the controllers are utilizing every imaginable tool at their disposal to hide the truth and to try and marginalize any that dare to tell it. If the global climate intervention operations were to be fully exposed and populations all over the world fully understood the totality of the experiment that has been thrust upon them without their knowledge or consent, one can only imagine or hope that they, the populations, would take to the streets with their proverbial pitchforks and torches, seeking out any and all that are involved with the climate intervention operations, either actively or passively, and to hold them legally and morally accountable. And this includes all those that are participating in the cover-up of the climate engineering insanity. Geoengineeringwatch.org and geoengineeringwatch.org data is being aggressively censored on Google and Facebook about... A year and a half ago, we went from the top page 
of the first page of a Google search on the geoengineering term because our website has had nearly 38 million visitors and counting. Our rankings put us at the top of the first page for a search of the geoengineering term. Overnight, Google completely disappeared us from 20 pages under the subject of geoengineering. Facebook has also flagged all geoengineeringwatch.org data. That's why it's imperative when sharing data from our site to do it via email, and that will bypass much of the censorship. That will help us to circulate this data. So how bad is it? How bad is the assault coming from our skies? And that's only one of the many converging catastrophes that are closing in on all of us. Two days ago, geoengineeringwatch.org posted a five-minute newsflash report titled Graphene Skies. Geoengineeringwatch.org has located science studies that indicate the highly toxic element of graphene is being used as an artificial ice nucleating element. This is in addition to the already known toxic elements being used in climate engineering operations that geoengineeringwatch.org has confirmed with extensive testing on the ground and in the air. Elements like aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, and polymer fibers. In regards to the ice nucleating process, and again, these are patented processes of chemical and artificial ice nucleation for weather modification, when cloud moisture is seeded with these types of endothermic, i.e. energy-absorbing materials, it causes the ice to nucleate at far above normal temperatures and to continue to nucleate down to temperatures that are far lower than would have otherwise occurred. This creates a cold, dense layer of air that descends to the surface, radically dropping surface temperatures. We just saw an event like this in Northern California, the parched, dried, and incinerating Northern California. Considerable moisture moved over our location on the east side of Lake Shasta. This happened last week. We went from pushing 110 to the next day being 60 degrees on the east side of Lake Shasta at one o'clock in the afternoon to that night after this moisture cleared, It was the mid-80s at about 11 o'clock that same night, next day back up to nearly 110. Very temporary toxic cool-down. This process has been used to create the sensationalized headlines and the record snow and cold that occurred in Texas earlier this year, going further back, Boston, Massachusetts in 2014, Buffalo, New York, Denver, Colorado. They use this process again to create an engineered winter event and to sensationalize those headlines and thus confuse and divide the population as to the true state of planetary implosion, planetary meltdown. So again, within these materials now, we have identified science study that implicates graphene as an ice nucleating element to be used in these processes. If you don't know much about graphene, please research it. The list of toxicological effects to human health and the entire web of life are staggering, absolutely staggering, and even more shocking, this material is being used for numerous medical applications as biological carriers. Please watch our five-minute video posted at geoengineeringwatch.org titled Graphene Skies. Connect the dots, continue the research, dig deeper. And as if the airborne bombardment of highly toxic heavy metal and polymer nanoparticles wasn't enough of a threat, the climate intervention operations, as I mentioned earlier, are also further fueling the destruction of Earth's ozone layer. Geoengineeringwatch.org will soon post. We've had a delay in posting this report, but we should have it up very soon on the current state of 
UV radiation that's bombarding the planet that is a direct result of Earth's collapsing ozone layer. Mathematically, statistically, if the current rate of collapse continues, we face total ozone layer collapse perhaps by mid-decade. The ramifications from that are unimaginably grave by itself, not even taking into account all the other converging catastrophes that are closing in on all of us. So as I move on to breaking reports from last week, consider that the backdrop of unfolding and exponentially accelerating biosphere collapse is and always will be the bottom line. It is the primary factor that is fueling the tidal wave of controller desperation and insanity. This includes the entire CV-19 scenario, the controller response to Earth's collapsing life support systems. Let's cover some headlines. On the same theme, this headline from last week, the insect apocalypse, quote, our world will grind to a halt without them. From that report, insects have declined by 75% in the past 50 years, and the consequences may soon be catastrophic. Newsflash, it already is. GeoengineeringWatch.org was the first major source nearly 10 years ago to post statistics that indicated there was an 80 to 90% decline in terrestrial insects in Northern California. The science community tried to marginalize that conclusion, and now they have had to admit to it because they can't hide it any longer. The climate science community and the science community as a whole continues to betray the human race and the entire web of life because they are more interested in protecting their paychecks, their pensions, and their grants than they are in telling the truth. And that is total betrayal. If you're a member of the science community, please band together with others, stand up, and tell the truth. While it can still make a difference, your paychecks and pensions will not matter for much longer, and you know that. Do what's right while you can. Another headline from last week, TheEconomist.com asks this, what's the worst that could happen? Question mark. Then their headline is this, three degrees of global warming, they're talking about three degrees C, is quite possible, they say. In fact, it's already happened, for the record. And then they state it would be disastrous. Let's take a moment to set the record straight here. First, frontline statistical data indicates we are past three and a half degrees C of warming right now. That means the planet's warmer than at any point in time that the human species has existed on the planet. Next, science data indicates that five degrees C will mean total human extinction and likely the extinction of most life, life forms on the planet. Now, frontline Arctic scientists are calculating, and I'm not stating that this is a necessarily true conclusion, but they are calculating based on the feedback loops that are already occurring that we could see potentially an 18-degree scenario rise by 2025. If that happens, it's not hard to fill in the blank as to what happens to the human race and the entire web of life. The feedback loops that are part of this equation are, for example, the thawing and releasing methane deposits, formerly frozen methane, hydrate, and clathrate. If you want to see what some of these releases look like, as I've stated in former broadcasts, search Siberian methane craters. Look at those photographs. They're absolutely shocking. And consider methane over a 10-year time horizon is up to 120 times more potent than CO2 as a greenhouse gas. Over a one-year time horizon, methane can be nearly 1,000 times more potent than CO2. There's enough methane in the Arctic alone to turn this planet into Venus, and it is releasing rapidly. And climate engineering operations in the attempt to mask what is happening in the Arctic is actually further fueling the overall fire. 
As stated earlier, short-term, highly toxic cool-downs at the cost of an even worse warming. I'm going to cover headlines fast and furious because I'm not going to get through them all in this broadcast, but I will do my best. Another headline from last week. Climate change is happening faster than expected. Yes, it is. Exponentially faster. Again, biosphere collapse has beat the controllers to the intersection. Thus, their warp speed protocols of total tyranny. Connect the dots. Also from last week, this is from numerous sources. Scientists warn that the earth is literally dying. That's from numerous large sources. A team of scientists just took the planet's vital signs and delivered a grim prognosis. The damage that humanity is causing may be terminal. The report correctly states that the root cause is human overexploitation of the planet, but they leave out a core key factor. And that is man's attempt to play God with the weather. The climate engineering operations that are not benevolent in any way, shape, or form. Again, climate intervention operations, the crown jewel of the military-industrial complex. The weapon with which they can bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing they were under assault. And it's not just the weather chaos that is being inflicted around the globe. And I'm not denying all other forms of human damage to the planet, not at all. We've been horrible stewards of the planet, but no legitimate discussion of the climate or the state of the climate can take place without acknowledging the climate intervention operations. And again, in addition to this weather chaos, it is the highly toxic elements being used, aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, and now it would appear graphene as well. As I cover the next succession of headlines, remember what I mentioned earlier about the controller's, quote, warp speed response to rapidly unfolding biosphere collapse. First headline, what will this new wave of lockdowns do to the global economy? Question mark. Global economy is done. It's over. There cannot be a functional economy without a functional environment, and the environment is completely imploding. Keep that in mind. Next headline. China refuses to cooperate with second World Health Organization probe into COVID origins. This is all theater. All the major powers know exactly where CV-19 came from. Peer-reviewed science study covered it. It's readily available for anyone who chooses to research it. This is peer-reviewed science study. Search journal nature Engineered Bat Virus Stirs Debate Over Risky Research, published November 12, 2015. Again, the purpose of this Global Alert News broadcast is to provide pieces of the puzzle to encourage investigation and for an effort to be made to connect the dots so that one comes to one's own conclusions. But in doing so, Consider that those in power are fully aware of the fact that the planet's failing life support systems can no longer support global populations. The sobering question that needs to be asked is this. What course of action would we expect them to take? Next headline from last week. Quote, the carrot is no longer going to work. This is from CNN. A CNN executive stated this in a leaked email that the U.S. should, quote, rethink carrot versus stick vaccination drive. Consider that. Next headline, last week. Department of Justice declares vaccine mandates legal. Next headline from last week. CNN, White House, Newsom, and Como all ratchet up attacks on unvaccinated Americans. All these puzzle pieces fit together quite well, don't they? Another headline from last week. Como states, we must drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. How determined they are. 
Again, ask yourself, is it rational to believe the controllers are actually trying to protect the health and welfare of populations on a rapidly dying planet? Populations are not only expendable to those in power at this point in time, but rather are considered a rapidly increasing liability. Next headline from last week, CDC reverses indoor mask policy saying fully vaccinated people and kids should wear them indoors. The official sources just can't seem to get their story straight, can they? Why do you suppose that is? Next headline, self-spreading animal vaccines could combat human pandemics. From that report, we already have technology that allows wildlife to pass vaccines among themselves, and developing methods may speed up that process. But critics claim that they risk human infections and criminal misuse. That's obvious, isn't it? Currently designed strictly for animal populations, these vaccines are meant to spread in their natural environments without the need to directly apply them one by one. The report then asks this question, a potential weapon? Question mark. They state this, some experts have pointed to another possible unintended consequence, whether self-spreading vaccine technology could be used to create bioweapons. This begs the question, the report states, of whether someone might attempt to forcibly sterilize a population with self-spreading contraceptive shots, for example, or release deadly pathogens to mingle in major cities. That's all word for word from this report. Think those who control governments wouldn't go so far? Think again. Let's remember a fact I've cited in many previous broadcasts, the world's second most recognized geoengineer, i.e. climate engineer, Dr. Ken Caldera, who stated in his own words on the record, recording geoengineeringwatch.org has in our possession, that what he did for the U.S. Department of Defense was to design ways of spraying pathogens into clouds to infect the population below. Again, consider everything I've already covered in this broadcast, including graphene. And this individual now works for Bill Gates. Bill Gates called him his, quote, most amazing teacher. Connect the dots. Here's a final statement from the report on self-spreading vaccines. As of September 2020, approximately 10 labs were developing self-spreading vaccines, and the U.S. government is betting big on its potential to wipe out zoonotic diseases. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, that's DARPA, a Pentagon-led research lab, has dedicated nearly 10 million to these programs to prevent, quote, spillover threats. Are we to believe DARPA's involvement is just benevolent? You decide. Next headline from Yahoo News and numerous other sources. If you got the Pfizer injection, you may have this delayed side effect. New study states. The report then says a new case study has linked Bell's palsy with the Pfizer vaccine. Don't see that in mainstream media much, do we? Another headline from the UK Daily Mail and other sources. Minnesota woman has both her legs amputated after contracting COVID-19 days after receiving her vaccine. We don't see CNN, Fox, or MSNBC trumpeting that one, do we? Another headline from last week. Israeli study of breakthrough infections following full vaccination. A lot on that subject. Please research it yourself. Dig deeper. Another headline from last week. Same part of the world. Israel to give third COVID vaccine shots to those over 60. I guess the first two haven't done whatever it was they were supposed to do yet. Next headline. Breakthrough COVID-19 infections after vaccination can lead to long-haul symptoms, Israeli study shows. Again, as I plow through headlines, always, always remember the background of biosphere collapse as a foundation for all that's occurring. Another headline from last week. 
From PowerStructure owns CNN News. Again, companies are requiring COVID-19 vaccines for their employees. Report states, after months of encouraging employees to get vaccinated against COVID-19, companies are beginning to take a harder line and roll out mandates, a dramatic escalation of corporate America's approach to halting the spread of the virus. Is that really the goal? Anyone who does a reasonable amount of objective research will be shocked at where that road leads. More headlines from last week. In Massachusetts, 716 breakthrough COVID cases in one week. Again, breakthrough cases, those who have already been vaccinated, catching COVID anyway. Another headline last week, Delta variant viral load 1,000 times higher than original coronavirus strain, the report states. If this is true, it would completely defy any previously documented pathogen behavior from nature. The fires just keep being stoked exactly as geoengineeringwatch.org stated at the start of the entire CV-19 scenario. The CV-19 fires would be stoked as needed. Connect the dots. Next headline last week, New York COVID-19 vaccine mandates for government workers facing growing union backlash. The same is happening in the Postal Workers Union, by the way, and and other unions. Let me go through a quick succession of CV-related Headlines. I want to get to biosphere collapse because that is, in fact, the bottom line. And the whole warp speed set of protocols is directly related to that. I'm just trying to provide pieces of the puzzle. It's up to the listener to connect them. Another headline from last week. U.S. parents sue over clandestine COVID-19 school vaccination program, which does not require parental consent. Next headline, coronavirus spreading among the vaccinated and highly vaccinated counties. That's in the U.S. Next headline from last week, U.S. won't investigate governors who ordered nursing homes to accept COVID-positive residents. Why not? That's not hard to figure out. Next headline, Newsmax issues statement in favor of vaccines after one of its hosts says they're, quote, against nature. That's from thehill.com. Yes, anyone who steps out of line, anyone who doesn't the official narrative is immediately dismissed, reprimanded, and marginalized. That's how the system works, because all roads lead back to those who print the money, they control the entire narrative, and they put a boot over the neck of anyone who dares to dispute it. Next headline, CDC, green zones, high-risk individuals would be temporarily relocated to safe or, quote, green zones. We know where that road leads. Next headline. French Hospital goes on indefinite strike to protest COVID-19 vaccination mandate. And there are some very inspiring videos from France that are not being posted. I haven't seen them in the U.S. We found it in a Lithuanian source of the French police laying down their shields and their helmets and joining the French people in their protest. That's the kind of occurrence that can begin to turn the tide. Next headline, protesters rage across Europe as lockdown vaccination mandates begin. Another headline, Newsom's California pushes for masking indoors statewide regardless of vaccination status. Again, all over the board. That's what happens when such nefarious activity is going on. The game changes by the day. Next headline, the CDC has called for all vaccinated people in high transmission areas to wear masks indoors. Next headline, why is the CDC quietly abandoning the PCR test for COVID? That blank is not hard to fill in. Please research that further. Next headline, COVID propaganda roundup. Children's risk of COVID death is two in one million. Consider that. 
moving on. Remember the countries that didn't accept the CV-19 vax? Remember what happened to the presidents of these countries, like Haiti? Consider this new headline. Pentagon admits it trained seven of Haiti president's murderers, but denies encouraging the assassination. Yeah, certainly we believe that. For the record, two days after the Haitian president's assassination, vaccines begin to flow into that country. Next headline, segregation returns to America as universities threaten, harass, intimidate unvaxxed students. Divide and conquer. This has always been the strategy of the controllers. Next headline, CDC panel signals support for booster shots as reports of injuries, deaths after COVID vaccines near 500,000. That's straight from the CDC's own VAERS site. I want to get back to biosphere collapse because that is the foundational factor that is fueling the rest. The power structure will do everything they can to mask what is coming until the last possible moment. This translates into trying to keep store shelves stocked, trying to feed normalcy bias, feeding the Stockholm syndrome that is so incredibly epidemic in this country and other first world nations. This headline from last week will lead into a series of headlines that all connect. The true cost of food is three times what Americans actually pay. Again, masking the true severity of what's unfolding, importing food from countries that are literally starving to death at the point of a gun. The U.S. is importing about $50 billion of food from countries that are starving to death to keep U.S. store shelves stocked. Do we think that those countries are giving their food because they love us so much? No. They are forced to do so by many various methods, climate engineering being core to the entire equation. Bring a country and their population to their knees without them ever even realizing they're under assault. Next headline, world's food supplies in jeopardy amid climate disasters. Lots of them. Am I saying that there wouldn't be climate disasters without climate engineering? No, not saying that, not at all. But the disasters would not be the same. And if we examine all the data around the ongoing climate intervention operations, they are radically further fueling everything that's unfolding in regard to the collapse of Earth's life support systems, and they are completely derailing the planet's ability to respond to the damage done to it by the human race. We must expose the climate engineering assault if we're to have any chance of buying time on this planet. Next headline from last week. This is a follow-up report. Quote, fish fraud is rampant, and Subway's tuna scandal is just the tip of the iceberg. For those that didn't hear the initial report, Subway's tuna sandwich had zero tuna in the sandwich. Exactly what was that meat in the sandwich? Are we at Soylent Green time? And this is the case with so many types of fish that what they're labeled as is not what they are. What are they, in fact? And this is business as usual now. Let's cover more headlines that are connected to this story. The planet's fish stocks are imploding. Thus, the fraud that is occurring in this industry, they put whatever they can and label it however they feel they need to in order to keep the wheels turning. This headline from last week, warming rivers in U.S. killing fish and imperiling industry. We have salmon now going extinct in some of the major salmon rivers in the West, and it is just beginning. Another headline from last week, Lake Powell and Lake Mead water levels dropped to historic lows. Vegas is done. Many other cities in the West that rely on this water are on borrowed time. And considering, remember, as geoengineeringwatch.org has stated for a decade and a half, the climate engineers can cut off the flow of precipitation for as long as they want. They decide where it rains, how much, and how toxic that rain will be. Another headline from last week from the financialtimes.com. Extreme weather takes climate change models, quote, off the scale. Why is that? Because climate change models do not include the climate engineering factor. They are completely flawed by design. The elephant in the sky that is not acknowledged or not considered in any of the modeling. 
Another headline from last week, Nowhere is Safe. Heat shatters vision of Pacific Northwest as climate refuge. This is a climate crisis in the American West. The report states, again, high-pressure heat domes directly connected to ground-based radiofrequency microwave transmitters like HARP that heat the ionosphere, create an atmospheric dome of high pressure, pushing the atmosphere up and down. The downward push is the high-pressure heat dome. One aspect of climate engineering. Another headline, will the drought contingency plan be enough to save Lake Mead? Again, answer, no. Until climate engineering and its cutting off of the precipitation in the U.S. West is stopped, this current trend will continue. Another headline from last week, U.S. set for punishing temperature as huge, quote, heat dome. There it is again, to settle over the country. Next headline, related, quote, some 80 wildfires that have destroyed 1.3 million acres continue to rage out west. That's from the U.K. Daily Mail. Please, please search wildfires serve geoengineering agenda. Extremely important 22-minute report that will explain all of this in vivid, documented detail. Next headline from last week from AccuWeather.com. One nation is triggering rainstorms to cool down hot days with cloud seeding. They're referring to the United Arab Emirates. Again, I covered that in a previous broadcast. And this is, again, exactly what just happened in Northern California. We went from pushing 110 to 60 degrees mid-afternoon the next day, my location east side of Lake Shasta, back up to pushing 110 the day after. They chemically nucleated the moisture that came over us, much like the UAE is doing. And yet, if you mention that here in the U.S., the mainstream media and all official sources will do everything they can to marginalize you, to censor your data, because we're not allowed to talk about it. It's socially unacceptable here. It's deeply troubling that far too many don't want the truth. They want to be lied to. They want to believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. They want to believe that those toxic particle trails in our skies are just harmless condensation. They want their paychecks and pensions or their COVID relief checks. Far too many are desperately trying to convince themselves that if they just roll up their sleeves and do what they're told, everything will magically work out. Good luck with that. Those that refused to believe the Titanic was sinking didn't stop it from going down. A point to ponder. More frontline breaking reports in a moment. Reports that cover the converging catastrophes that are rapidly closing in on all of us. First, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and in doing so, helping to turn the tide of insanity that we are all rapidly drowning in. Thank you for making your voice heard in this most critical effort to sound the alarm. It is our collective actions that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigginton. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 312, July 31st, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This non-political, commercial-free, frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, Washington State, on the East Coast, in Alabama, Chicago, San Antonio, Texas, Tampa, Florida, San Francisco, Sacramento, San Diego, and now in Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, and Columbus, Ohio. I want to express my deepest gratitude to all those that have helped geoengineeringwatch.org expand our voice to so many major locations. Those that have helped in this effort know who they are. If you know of any radio source that might be willing to pick up the Global Alert News broadcast, let us know at geoengineeringwatch.org. We will gladly make our broadcast available to them. Our only goal 
is to sound the alarm. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineeringwatch.org awareness raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Again, if you're trying to wake those around you, a picture is worth a thousand words. Our color glossy flyers and booklets are packed with shocking satellite images, documents, patents, photos of the retrofit spray nozzles mounted on climate engineering jet aircraft. The list goes on. Again, our only goal is to sound the alarm as effectively and efficiently as possible. On that note, the recently completed geoengineeringwatch.org documentary on climate engineering titled The Dimming conclusively proves climate engineering operations are ongoing. This groundbreaking documentary is now posted on the top center of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Please help us to overcome social media censorship and to expose the insanity in our skies by sharing the link to this groundbreaking documentary that, again, fully exposes the ongoing climate engineering onslaught. Sharing the link for the documentary directly from the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage through email helps us to overcome the attempt of the controllers to censor the dimming documentary and the work of geoengineeringwatch.org. Forgive me for this footnote for the record. I never ever wanted to do what I've done for the last 20 plus years. I'm not politically oriented. I'm not an activist or never considered myself one. I simply couldn't look the other way knowing what I knew. I couldn't face myself in the mirror. I couldn't face my children. Some things have to be done. Some battles have to be fought. On that note, let's get back to the front line of the fight. Let's start with this. This consideration, many from both sides of the orchestrated political divide are still clinging to the illusion that things would magically get better if they could just get their candidate into office. For the record, that's exactly what the controllers want the public to believe and thus to be distracted by such a notion. Those who control the money control the narrative. All sources of power structure funded media are towing the line for the collective insanity that's currently controlling the system, the entire system, the matrix. This includes so-called progressive left media sources like Democracy Now! They're pushing the power structure agenda every bit as much as the standard corporate media propaganda pushers. Also for the record, Democracy Now! is funded by the Ford Foundation and other similar sources. Those who control the flow of money, again, control the narrative. Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all in the end are towing the line for the collective insanity on the most core issues. Moving on, here's a question that needs to be asked. What happened to the flu? All gone. No more need for the flu shots. Seems it's CB19 from here on out. That's the script. Let's take a moment to consider what Robert Kennedy recently stated about the fork in the road that we're currently at. He said this, It's a foreboding fork in the road to totalitarianism. We are now moving beyond the propaganda stage into this very coercive program where federal agents appear at American homes with the menacing message, quote, we know who you are and where you live. We have you on our list. We have your medical records. We want your neighbors to know that you are dangerous. We don't recognize your property or privacy rights. You must Take our untested experimental pharmaceutical product if you want to end this harassment. You must submit to a risky medical intervention made by an unscrupulous company with no liability whatsoever. And if you die or suffer permanent neurological injury, your tough luck. Again, from Robert Kennedy. Certainly Kennedy is correct. 
virtually every single manufacturer of the, quote, safe and effective vaccines has been given total legal immunity from any and all injury and death their concoctions cause. It's not an opinion. It's verifiable fact. And their immunity from any and all liability goes all the way back to 1986. With that in mind, consider this from last week. Study concludes mercury can now be listed, quote, as a cause of autism. From the report, here's the facts. A study published in Pediatric Health Medicine and Therapeutics concludes there is, quote, a significant relationship between mercury and autism, end quote. The data markers are enough for it to be listed as a cause of autism. Reflect on this. Why is our environment so polluted with mercury and other toxic substances like heavy metals? Why do we use mercury in some of our health products and services? Again, they've been used historically for adjuvants in vaccines, along with aluminum. Report states, in nature, toxic metals are bound with other elements rather than being present in their pure form. However, with the advent of large-scale industrial processes to extract metals from naturally occurring compounds, humans let the genie out of the bottle, causing the distribution of mercury, aluminum, and other heavy metals in the environment. When released from nature's semi-protective hold, these invariably toxic metals wreak havoc on living systems, including humans, animals, and plants alike. Report continues, modern-day scientists have been amassing evidence of mercury's toxicity for decades with a growing focus in recent years on the metals association with neurodevelopmental disorders, including autism spectrum disorder. That's ASD. A science report published in 2018 discovered high amounts of aluminum in the brain tissue of people with autism. That particular paper has now been downloaded more than a million times. The study was conducted by Dr. Christopher Exley, considered to be one of the world's leading experts in aluminum toxicology. He's considered to be the world's leading expert. And as I covered in a previous broadcast, he has now been dumped from the research center where he was conducting his research. His entire team has been let go. That's how the power structure tries to hide their tracks. This report continues. The safety of aluminum-based vaccine adjuvants, like that of any environmental factor presenting a risk of neurotoxicity and to which the young child is exposed, must be seriously evaluated without further delay, particularly at a time when the CDC is announcing a still-increasing prevalence of autism spectrum disorders. One child in 54 in the USA. The actual statistics are believed to be far worse still. And even those not diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder are not necessarily unharmed. The report goes on to state this, the studies upon which the CDC relies and over which it exerted some level of control report that there is no increased risk of autism from exposure to mercury in vaccines. Let's consider, this is again what the CDC states. And some of these studies even reported that exposure to thimerosal appeared to decrease the risk of autism. These six studies are in sharp contrast to research conducted by independent researchers over the past 75 plus years that have consistently found thimerosal to be harmful. As mentioned in the introduction section, many studies conducted by independent investigators have found thimerosal to be associated with neurodevelopmental disorders. Considering that there are many studies conducted by independent researchers which show a relationship between thimerosal and neurodevelopmental disorders, the results of the six studies that the CDC has relied on are particularly alarming. The CDC's big pharma favoring conclusions should call into question the validity of the methodology used in these studies. Here's the point. 
The so-called experts, in far too many cases, conclude what they're paid and told to conclude. Now more than ever, this fact holds true. Question, how many layers are there, interwoven, in the power structure's attempt to debilitate and thus attempt to control rapidly expanding populations? I'll leave that up to the listener to decide. But any and every individual that has participated in the crimes committed by the collective insanity must be held legally and morally accountable by populations that one can only imagine will be justifiably enraged by what has been done to them without their knowledge or consent. The list of the guilty must include anyone and everyone in corporate media circles who have participated in the cover-up of ongoing power structure crimes. Moving on. So how close are we exactly to impact? Biosphere collapse, again, remains the bottom line that is fueling everything else. This headline from last week, Critical Measures of Global Heating Reaching Tipping Point Study Finds. That headline is false. We passed the point of no return two to three decades ago. Now the question is, will anything survive the current trajectory that we are on, even in the near term? Next headline speaks to one of the factors that I am referring to. Nuclear power's reliability is dropping as extreme weather increases. Back to climate engineering. I often state that the climate intervention operations are the greatest and most immediate threat we collectively face short of nuclear cataclysm. But how do those two issues tie together? Climate engineering operations have radically decimated the planet's protective atmospheric layers. Now, if we are hit by a strong CME, coronal mass ejection, i.e. solar flare, that takes out grid power around the globe, and these radical weather events are also taking out grids around the globe, when nuclear power plants can't cool themselves, now we have Fukushima times 100 or 200. Game over. So again, all is connected, all is intertwined, and even with the nuclear threat, climate engineering is inseparably connected. This report states a comprehensive analysis shows that warmer temperatures aren't the only threat. What they're referring to is the nuclear power plants, again, not being able to cool themselves because of how radically water bodies are heating. They're too warm to actually cool the nuclear power plant. Let's tackle a few more bad news headlines before we run out of time. World's food supplies in jeopardy amid climate disasters. Quick reminder of the quote from former U.S. President Lyndon Johnson from 1962, he who controls the weather controls the world. And let's translate that, he who controls the weather controls the food supply and thus controls the world. More headlines last week from Euronews.com, protect coral reefs now or they will collapse. Too late, they already collapsed. No stopping that process now. Next headline, low oxygen levels off the Washington and Oregon coasts raise fears of marine dead zones. From that report, Portland, Oregon, low oxygen levels measured off the coast of Oregon and Washington are raising concerns of large dead zones that could decimate crabs and bottom-dwelling fish. How is there a could in this equation? It will. It has. It is. We have about 500-plus dead zones in the ocean's around the world, some as big as 10,000 square miles. The oceans are dying by the day, converting to what's known as Canfield Ocean. Lifeless, superheated, oxygenless, stratified dead zones. The oceans die, we die. Simple equation. Next headline from National Geographic. Extreme heat triggers mass die-offs and stress for wildlife in the West. I can attest to this personally in the silent forest around my off-grid home that was thriving with life only 15 years ago, and now it's like living in hell here, day and night. 
It can be 90 degrees at midnight. It almost never cools off. No humidity hasn't rained for four months, and we're only halfway through summer. Record low fuel moistures, worst drought in 1,200 years. And what are we seeing on the corporate media? Mindless political theater, idiocy. Any intelligent life form in the universe, if they're watching us, must think there's no hope for our species. That's what it looks like when you watch mainstream media. Another headline, mass extinction alert. Global warming pushes tropical fish away from that headline. Fish are moving away from the equator in a clear sign of water's overheating. We can expect a mass extinction very soon, the report states. Too late. Too late. We're there. We're losing two to 300 species of plant, animal, and insect every single day to extinction. That's 15,000 times the background rate. That's a million and a half percent of normal. That is mass extinction right here, right now. More headlines from last week. Thieves in California are stealing scarce water amid extreme drought, devastating some communities. Mad Max reality is very close. Next headline from numerous major sources, quote, like a hammer hitting us in the head, homes ablaze in California as western wildfires rage. From the report, Governor Gavin Newsom, who has declared a state of emergency, said, if you're in the area, please stay safe and follow local official warnings. Gavin, why don't you tell the truth? Why don't you admit to the data that I presented to you and your top aide in your office in the Capitol, which you could not, did not deny, but you have never, ever mentioned a word about it since because you are part of the power structure criminality. That's the fact of the matter. Next headline. Extreme heat roasts Christmas trees in Oregon. It's roasting trees everywhere around the world. There are some exceptions with some trees that are more resilient than others, but it is frying the bark from tip to trunk off many trees, the Cambrian layer. Another headline. Why has Western heat been so intense? It boils down to five reasons. Drought, they say, lack of rain above normal water temperatures in the eastern Pacific. Heat dome been over that and climate change and of course there's no mention of climate engineering which in the case of the heat in the west is a core causal factor search the engineering drought section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn more the climate engineers are absolutely cutting off the flow of precipitation and installing the high pressure heat domes with ionosphere heaters like harp heat the atmosphere pushing the atmosphere up and down, down under pressure is a high-pressure heat dome that is indisputed technology from radio frequency microwave transmissions that heat the ionosphere. It's exactly what they do. That's why they're called ionosphere heaters. Next headline, quote, this is how dry things are, end quote. California warns farmers about water cutoffs due to drought. From that report, the State Water Resources Control Board released an emergency curtailment order that may cut off thousands from rivers and streams in California. How are conditions around the other side of the world? Australia accused of censoring science after Great Barrier Reef avoids World Heritage in danger, quote, listing. And that was so they could engage in war games on the Great Barrier Reef. I covered that in last week's broadcast. This is the mentality of the human race, of the military-industrial complex, and our war against nature is a war against ourselves. How clear can that be at this point? Another headline, super outbreaks of fire thunderstorms could change Earth's climate. Australian and U.S. experts warn, no could, no may, no might, has. And this is very important. It links to a report I stated earlier from geoengineeringwatch.org titled, Wildfires Serve Geoengineering Agenda. Please review that report. It relates to this headline. 
which states fire thunderstorms, which occur in pyrocumulonimbus clouds, not only create their own weather system, but may also be powerful enough to actually change the climate, according to scientists from Australia and the United States. Fire thunderstorms during Australia's black summer released as much energy as about 2,000 Hiroshima-sized nuclear explosions. Again, global climate engineering operations completely connected to this equation. Search wildfires serve geoengineering agenda. Another headline from Down Under. This is from ABC Australia. Dead, shriveled frogs are unexpectedly turning up across eastern Australia. We need your help to find out why, they say. They're paid not to know why. The so-called experts are paid not to know why. And we found the same scenario here in Northern California on the east side of Lake Shasta. Search the end of the wild sections at geoengineeringwatch.org. You can see photography and film footage of that. Let's cut to the chase with this headline from last week. World's leading authority on climate change says we can no longer prevent climate change consequences. We can only adapt to them. Good luck on that. Report states, after 40 years of comprehensive climate reports by the world's leading authority, this is the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. That's about 2,000 of the world's top so-called climate scientists. They say that we can no longer prevent the worst consequences of global warming and that we can all we can do now is adapt to them. You can't adapt to a planet that turns into Venus if we remain on the current course, and they have still not admitted to the climate engineering elephant in the equation. Here's the fact of the matter. Humans are engaged in a real-life exercise in self-extermination. On the subject of self-extermination that is so routinely practiced by our species, in my last broadcast, I mentioned the movie The Thin Red Line, which is a deeply moving portrayal of the agony That is war. Last week, I viewed it again while carrying out my daily cardio and resistance training, which is my only break from the daily battle to expose the insanity. And I was no less moved than my initial viewing of the film so long ago, now over 20 years ago. I felt a deep connection to the primary character, whose name was Wit. I felt a connection to his reflections and to the unjust cruelty and hell he was forced to bear witness to and to endure, as so many on this planet are now being forced to do. The paradigm we formerly knew is over. It's not coming back in any time frame that matters. This is a statistical certainty, short of immense intervention from an as-of-yet-unknown source. Question, will any meaningful percentage of the human race finally be forced to face reality? Taken as a whole, humanity has sown to the wind, and we are about to reap the whirlwind to a degree that few are yet willing to even contemplate. Does this mean we should just lay down and give up? No. This we must never do, ever. Our will cannot be taken from us. Our virtue, our sense of honor, of justice, was given to each of us to protect and to preserve. No matter how daunting the challenges are that we collectively face, our will and such traits of character are our only true possessions— are all that we can ever truly call our own. If abandoned for any reason, all is lost. We must never give up, ever. If we collectively stand together against the gathering insanity and darkness, we may yet make a profound difference for the better, even at this late hour. Check the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn specific details on how you can help in this epic battle for everything that matters. Share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Stay strong. No fear. Face to the wind. The storm is upon us. Until the next broadcast of Global Alert News, this is Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org.